everyone, Dave and Jeff doing our second podcast of the week. I'm sick as fuck. Yeah. You it's know like, why this show's great? It's like 9.15 right now. I thought yeah. for sure we were not doing a show. And you go, let's go. Let's go. I'm at your fucking house. My nose like, is running. Yeah. Well, here's the Went great for thing. some third grader to call me and goes, <laughs> is your nose running? Go chase it. Here's why it's great. Yes. Because every time I was sick at uh, extra coughing yeah. or doing whatever, you were the biggest dick. Like, you would never bail me out. And I was trying to think, like, in the last five minutes. Yeah. If there were shows where it was the other way around, no. I don't remember. I no. can tell you. I've been sick one time the entire time we've ever worked together. One time. And you fucked me. Yeah. Yeah. I missed one show, and yes. Herm Edwards comes on, and yeah. you went, and I'm listening to the show. I couldn't believe yeah. it. Y'all sick? Mike you, and I just completely ignored you. You guys completely fucked me. Herm Edwards got you the same well, sweatshirt. Well, I'll, yeah. I'll tell people his story. So Dave, big bitch Dave, calls in sick. I didn't have a voice. Ah, fuck. Calls in sick. Mike and I have Herm Edwards on. At the time, Herm was the coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, which was pretty cool to get him on. And the Chiefs had been on hard knocks. Yeah. And I noticed that every scene that Herm was on, he either had a red or a white or a gray sweatshirt, and it had a small... NFL shield patch right about like your sternum, right about the the top of your chest bone. Yeah. And so I don't know why. Like you have an NFL head coach on. I, I have no idea. You guys idea. couldn't stop talking about his fucking sweatshirt. No, it came up right at the end. It came up right at the end of the interview. And I go, Herm, I just have to ask you, I'm watching you on Hard Knocks, and those are the coolest sweatshirts. He goes, you know what? I had the equipment manager make those for me. Yep. And I go, no kidding. I said, yeah, we looked for them. We can't find them. Well, you know what? Do you guys want a couple? I'll send them. I said, Mike and I would love I one. I heard it. I was there listening. Going, okay, at what point does he say, well, Dave really does the show also. How about sending three? But it never fucking happened. Never happened. So a couple of weeks later, a box shows up from the Kansas City Chiefs. And inside were a couple of red sweatshirts uh, that Herm had made. Now, the only thing that I would have to say about Herm, who I love as an Aztec or Cal Bear, depending on if he's in San Diego no or shit. Monterey, uh, he sent Mike and I each like a medium sweatshirt. That's awesome. Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys is what Herm was saying. Yeah. But it was cool, so I think I... Because you guys had pussy voices. He didn't think you guys were that tall. <laughs> he was like, fuck you. I couldn't believe it. I yeah. couldn't believe I'm listening to the show, and not one time did you guys step up and look out for me. No, not at all. Yeah. AJ Smith looked out for me, though. That... Oh, so fast forward. A couple of months, we're doing a show. No, it wasn't even that. It was like a week or a couple of days later, we're out of Chargers Park, and we're doing the show. And AJ shows up behind Dave and brought him that charger fleece. Yeah. I and still what wear else? It. That was it. It was a charger fleece, but I don't think you can even buy it. I think it was only yeah, team issued. Yeah, team issued. And he hits me on the shoulder. Dave's in the middle. Mike's over to the right, and I'm on the left. And AJ gives it to Dave, and he jacks me right in the right yeah. shoulder. And he looks at me and he goes, Herm Edwards? Yeah. And he walks away. <laughs> Dude, it was one of the coolest moves. You know what? I, I know everybody has different feelings about him. We met him when he was the assistant yeah. general manager. John Butler, we've already said, Arnie? Yeah. 
<laughs> One of the biggest assholes to ever come through San Diego. AJ was great to us. Yeah. I'm not going to defend him. I'm not going to try to get any of you I love to buy him into Buddy it. Nix. Oh, Buddy Nix was great, and uh, and he was great. But yeah. Anyways, hold Dave, on, what? hold on. Before even that, when you talk about us at Charger Park, one of my two favorite, mo- few favorite moments. Uh huh. That was obviously right at the top. The fucking uh, Costa Norv Turner deal awesome. was outstanding. I'll let you tell that one where Norv told him to get the fuck off my line. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So Mike. So we used to do it when you would come right in on the sidewalk and we were kind of right there. And Mike constantly has to insert himself into every storyline. Hence the picture with him and Kraska last week at the Heroes thing, right? Had to do it because we did it. So Mike in his need to insert himself. Dave and I are doing the show. Mike's there. Dave and I just stay the fuck out of the way. Norv's in front of us, kind of talking and bullshitting, kind of in yeah. the breaks, the whole thing. But Dave and I respect the boundaries. We respect the code. Mike doesn't. <laughs> so in a break, Mike gets up, and he walks over, and Norv's about, I don't know, a foot and a half in on the grass. Yeah. And Mike uh, finds himself in the coach's stance. Think of any typical... Tory Pines, Sweetwater, right? They yeah. all have the same stance. The only thing missing was the coaching shorts. And I'll never forget what Mike said to him. The great thing that Mike said to him was, in hindsight, it gets funnier all the time. It is great. He goes, uh, hey, Sproul's going to make this team? And Norv goes, what? He's going to be a huge part of our package. Yeah, Sproul's is going to make this team. And he looks down and he goes, what the hell are you doing on my grass? Get out of here. <laughs> Mike Do you think just, Mike thought he had power because he was a sideline reporter? Is that what gave him that no, power? No, I think Mike just thought he was one of the guys. Oh, fuck. I mean, he might as well have asked him in hindsight if Rivers was going to make the team. <laughs> hey, Rivers going to make this team? It is fucking coaching stands, not respecting boundaries. No. Yeah, he's going to make it. He's a huge part. Get, get the fuck out of here. And <laughs> <laughs> so, the mic comes out of his head down. So like Norv a dog looked, was hitting the nose of the newspaper. Norv looks over at us, winks. Like, what happened? <laughs> I asked him if Sproles was going to make this team. Jesus Christ. Jesus. You dick. I could do a top 10 of Discosta moments. Fucked. And everybody who's ever worked with them has the same thing. Yeah, they all have the stories. Best. The Mary Tillman's, yeah. Mary Tillman's probably, uh, Mary Tillman or him crying on the bus home from uh, spring training. Dude, when he asked John Garland, who signed with the Angels, <laughs> is it going to be weird pitching at Angel Stadium? Because well, I played the last five years with the White Sox, I've fucking done it before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, that guy's the greatest. Kai Forbath. Oh, well, that, yeah, that wasn't on our show. Oh, my God. But I'm saying everybody has a story. Yeah, Costa kicking shoe. does it all the time. Headless kicking football. Shoe. He yeah. said something about guys, headless football. Yeah. Get the fuck out. I thought yeah. I was a fucking yeah. wreck. Is it raining outside? You know, we, They play the clip all the time. Ernie plays. It makes me laugh about it raining inside and out or outside. And they're like, no, it's fucking raining outside, you idiot. It's not you raining idiot. inside. 
that's my Mike is the best. Just takes a beating. Uh the best. Uh speaking of the best, my sincere thanks to everybody in this audience. I will tell you, uh that show last night, I, I had a long kind of text thing with Stevie Woods today. Yeah. Who was great. And uh and Gavin and so many of you that checked in and I appreciate every one of you. Like I said to Woodsy today, I go, you know, I really wasn't gonna get into it. I got to be honest, as I sit here tonight, Dave, I don't know that I was even completely out of it last night. Yeah. Like, I, I just, you kind of come through it. But I was explaining to a friend of mine tonight, I said, you know, I'm so incredibly thankful for the friends and the support that this podcast gives us. Yeah. I'm incredibly thankful for the people that said, hey, man, I'm, I'm fighting it myself, and I appreciate you telling your story. It makes me want to keep grinding. I love those stories. Um, my man Kyle Fluger's like, hey, I hope I'm not bugging you. I said it last night. Nobody's bugging me. If you are nice enough to check in on me, I fucking can't thank you enough. And I feel a thousand times better uh, today than I did yesterday, and we're getting there. So, Padre Geekster was great. Geekster was awesome. Oh, Fryer, my boy yeah. Fryer's all shook up yeah. and, and sent me some really great stuff. And I just, uh, it was incredible, man. I tell you, it's I'm always concerned about people that fight this by themselves, and that's what I've always said. I, I know I don't fight it alone, and I, I, I don't take any of that for granted, and I, I sincerely appreciate it because seeing it, God damn, um, oh, mind blanking. I, don't, I, I can't figure it out. One of you guys who I met who told me that you had the ball, the paddock ball in the sock, I'm mind blanking on who it was. Fuck, it was Four o'clock this morning, I had a message that yeah. said, hey, man, I'm thinking about you. Keep grinding. And he, Dave, I just see it. You go, fuck, this is really great. It yeah. works. I'm telling you, for me, it works. And it was great. And I appreciate it. As I said before, the difference of this show and us doing the radio shows, you couldn't ever do that in right. the past where you aren't looking for basically, you know, you aren't asking for sympathy. No. Feel bad for me. You're just no telling this just is what's going on in my life at this particular time. Yeah. And I said, to, you know, before I've said this. It was so crazy driving to work the last year that we were at 1360 because we're talking about a stadium issue that basically we weren't changing minds. You know, everybody was on the same plane, basically, what was happening, but we were forced to talk about it every day. Yet yeah. we were going through a terrible time. Right. You're, again, your wife lost her best friend. You lost your closest friend. My son had attempted suicide. And yeah, we're Nicole Piner. Yeah. And we're sitting there going to work every day doing a, a, yeah. a bullshit topic that we knew was killing our, our show. But we couldn't say, hey, we're going through a really fucking bad time right now. We're going to sit there and talk about something we don't want to talk about. And then you sit there and you sign off. And at 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock, whatever the hell we got off there, you're shooting off to wherever. And yeah. I'm sitting there shooting to L.A. to go visit my kid who's in a hospital. And right. It was so fucking exhausting. And, yeah. and to sit there and, and try and act like everything's great for three hours was really fucking hard. That yeah. was, 2016 was a really fucking hard time to sit there and do a radio show. So you're you're sitting there and saying, you know, hey, feel bad for us. But, we, you know, in radio, you understand, especially morning radio, people are going to work every day and they want to be entertained. And that's why they flip you on and you don't want to down them out. But as far as what we've gotten a chance to do and, and the show, it's, when you said you don't even know if we were 100% back yesterday, I'm sitting there looking at you too going, I don't, I don't know. Because as a guy that just on a different level experienced migraines, you talk about yeah. inwards and migraine, you get yeah. a bad migraine, it affects you for days and days. Oh, yeah. Do you feel like you're, you're back? And again, the, what you went through last week, I told you, I knew. Oh, I mean, yeah. I've known you. 
for a long time, and I'm sitting there watching. The, I was sitting right behind the, the Aztec game, and the whole time I'm looking at you with your kids, and I'm like, is he back? Is, is, yeah. is he? Took okay. A while. And when I say you were back, you weren't a jerk. You no. weren't, and you weren't a jerk to me, but I was saying, is is he good? Like, is he good right now with, with everything? Is it good? Getting there. Um, and I appreciate uh, my buddy, who's a very good friend, who will hear this tomorrow. The buddy of mine, where I was still kind of trying to get the balance yeah. and figure it out. It felt a little bit like vertigo. I've had vertigo yeah. in the past. Uh, the buddy of mine who sent me a text today and said, I'm pretty sure I'm getting arrested with you. It was so fucking funny. It was so fucking funny. And uh, and then the other buddy of mine yeah. who texted me today and said, uh, hey, tell me more about that place because if shit doesn't get squared away, I may be going. <laughs> it was all just shit that was so funny. I said to Dave and yeah. I said to buddies of mine, you know, we legalized marijuana. Yeah. If you read the Deadspin article tonight about Robert Kraft, pretty wild, whatever the fuck was going on in Florida. Yeah. But when you legalize sports gambling and you legalize marijuana, shit that we never thought would have been legalized 20 years ago, I said to Dave, we find ourselves a storefront down here in Eastlake. We put uh, every one of these girls has a name like Jill. Yeah. Yes. Like Jill. Use that in a sentence. But you put Jill in the front. You put a sports book in the back. You have Cali Comfort cater it. Yeah. And you have, hey, what's up, Dev? <laughs> Got a little rubber tongue, Dev? Got Tom from fucking Excalibur there, too. Hey, just see Jill, fucker? <laughs> Tip her out, Dev. Uh, you put, I said to a buddy of mine, I'm like, dude, we put a cigar bar? Yeah. What? Sports bar, right? Disappointing Joe plays on Friday nights. Callie Comfort and Jill and her sister Tina up front. They're not trafficking. They got the greatest job ever. It's like working for uh, the fabulous Baker boys. That'll be you and me. I was like, God damn, we're going to be rich. So, yeah, a couple of years, they'll regulate it. They'll tax it. And it'll be all over the fucking place. But. <laughs> Uh, anyways, thanks to everybody who reached out. I, I appreciate it very That's much. That's awesome. What does a what does the NFL do with Robert Kraft? What, what's the what's the final thing? I don't know, man. I I mean, really, when you look at the way it was broken down, what Deadspin broke down tonight was that it was a cop who went in there, and look, that was a full on, the full on prostitution thing, yeah. like and and the whole deal. I mean, what are you gonna do? Right, you're gonna take his team away from him. He didn't beat anybody. No, he didn't dude. kill anybody. What it, was the punishment been... with the Colts with Ursa? Mm, I'm trying it? to remember what Ursa's crime it, it was. Was it wasn't a, a drug deal or a DUI deal? I mean, it wasn't something. It wasn't something worth saying. Hey, you can't go to the games. To me, I was right. think the NFL does this wrong. Well, I've you better keep Robert Kraft at the games. We've seen what he does when he's got free time no on his shit. hands. No. <laughs> Got sticky fingers. <laughs> no kidding. Fuck. You, my, my, my thing is, look, it's, it's a billion-dollar league. Robert yeah. Kraft is probably the, the second most popular owner in the league outside of Jerry right. Jones. And I mean, talk about a powerful guy. 77 years old. We all know he's going to give it to his sons. But I always say, let the teams police themselves. Yeah. I've said this for the longest time. I just don't understand this whole deal where the NFL, hey, you know what, because we're the shield, we're yeah. going to have to hold these guys at a different standard. You're going to take the team away from them. You're going right. to suspend them for a year. I'm going to, enough. Oh, stop. 
Yeah. And and really you take draft picks away. Serious. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Kick him out. Yeah. No. I Dave. I don't know. If you're look, I'll tell you this, man. Goodell's already on shaky ground because they've said Jerry Jones is looking to push him out. Now, I don't know what the relationship is between Jerry Jones and Robert Kraft. That's a couple of powerful guys right there. Um, if I'm Goodell, yeah, I think a lot of people are watching. That guy said, if Deadspin tonight claims that it's not trafficking going on there, I have no idea if it is or not. I, I would just say, I would think that 25 guys that were arrested on there probably had no idea. Yeah. Like I said last night, they don't take you on a tour of the place, right? It's not like you're doing a complete walkthrough and you're like, hey, this place is really nice. I love the aquarium. What's up with the three chicks chained to the bed? Yeah. Like, what's up with them? They don't look happy. They don't come <laughs> in, right? And like uh, the Sandra Bullock movie, they don't walk them in with the blindfold on. So I'm not, I'm not making excuses for them. I'm just saying. If he goes in there, he doesn't know. I thought what Kaplan said tonight was great, which was he goes, dude, the guy's in his 70s. He was there 14 minutes. Yeah. How much time did it take for him to hug, get established? Unbutton that shirt that he was right. wearing. Right. <laughs> but back up. It's quick draw McGraw, that kid. The guy lives in the Windy City. If he's in Chicago, he finishes just by the wind blowing. What the hell's going on with this fucking guy? Stop with that guy. Perf. There are 13 year old boys all over the country going, what the fuck? Fuck. <laughs> yeah. 77. 77. And then Kaplan today. Ah, oh, Kaplan's a wreck. Fucking kid's a wreck. Kaplan's claiming that he had guys in his 70s texting him, telling him, that's not normal. I'm like, why Why are guys texting you that? Yeah, that's exactly. I don't need to hear that. Yeah. My kids play basketball at the Croc Center. Yes. And at the Croc Center. So I go, right, I'll hang out. I was there tonight, practice, get an iced tea, get a Vente Black Iced Tea, right? my gig every time unsweetened so you're hanging out for the hour practice and then you're like all right well i gotta drive you home and then i gotta drive to east lake so let me hit the men's room there's always some old guy about 90 with his dong hanging out the fucking <laughs> Y. like hey calm down calm down old timer what are you doing like, every time i'm like just walking around like jesus christ yeah. there's little kids here yeah creeper it's always weird. That is it something different in that age where you're right. Almost any gym you go to, if there's a guy over 65, yeah, who will just shave naked. Yeah, Bert Lancaster. Yeah, get no your kidding. shit together. Terrible. God, you're like, like, dude, I don't want to wash my hands near that sink because I know it was just I here just in front of leave. it. Leave. Yes. I'm just like, I'll just hold it. Yeah. Just give me a Budweiser bottle, like I'm Jerry Reed and smoking the Bandit. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. God. <laughs> Stop walking around. It's bizarre. Just shave at home. Yeah. Enough. God damn it. You wrinkled <laughs> up a little bit. <laughs> and then when your kids say, hey, I got to go use the restroom, you go, no. What yeah. do you say? I mean. But I'm, I'm such an obnoxious yeah. asshole yeah. that every time I walk in and there's one of those old fucking. Hey. That's what I said. Do, do you say say Oh my god. Hey, god damn it. What in the world? I was exaggerating. Guys with the hair dryer just standing there naked hair blowing dryer. their hair. Dude, what Drying are you doing? the hair on their back? Yes. What Jiminy Cricket. What in the world is this? God dang it. 
Men are disgusting. I don't know. Women are with them at all. That's what I'm saying. Like, you see all these, like, I'm seeing all these social media posts. You know, anybody defending Robert Kraft is supporting the trap. I'm like, he had no fucking idea. He just went in there to get a little handy. Yeah, he did. Or whatever he got. I don't know what he was getting. All I know is it's it's on film. It's going to come out. Oh, I mean, don't. that Kardashian thing came out. That's going to oh, come out somewhere. don't. We've had a rough enough year. Stop it. Pay your fine, Robert. Keep that, your goddamn pants on. That thing shows up. You know there are people going to click on it. This guy got to see this shit. Someone's going to click on Robert Kraft. Steve Woods. Yeah, that's, the, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Steve Woods is going to click on it, and then he's going to call us. You guys see it? No. Steve Woods and Alan Taylor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna click on that. You're gonna send go, it Fuck, to me. Don't do that. Hey, here's your new script. Yeah. Here's your new bullet points for Taylor Made Fools. It'll be that old bastard. God damn it. <laughs> that's what's that's what's gonna happen. Guys' behavior yeah. is so strange, man. I, I, here's, guys are here, morons. Here's a weird move, dude. I notice guys do. And I don't know why it took me so long to figure this out, but. There's so many guys that just the urinal is bizarre. I told you the guy that puts the hand up on the yeah. on the wall while the pee is weird. But what's the deal with the guys that just walk up and spit in it before they spit in the urinal and then they they pee? I don't know. I got yeah. guys. I told you I got guys in my office that it'll be like eight thirty in the morning, and and there's some kind of medical condition because they just blow up the bathroom. <laughs> Like, you know, the office has been open for 20 minutes for yeah. God damn it. Like, you can't do that at home. Like, what, what is the problem here? What is the problem here? And so where we're at, I'm like, we're going to identify who this fuck. I tell the guys on my yeah. team, we're going to identify who the fuck this guy is right here. You're looking at his shoes? No, look- we just wait because oh. he's coming out and it's only one stall. Oh, boy. It's the same thing. I go. Yeah. In the morning, you read the paper, you get an iced tea, yeah. right? You hang out, and uh, you're like, God damn. Like, <laughs> the goddamn guy at the zoo doesn't smell what I'm smelling right now. <laughs> yeah, and they're just sitting in there. God, it's so gross. Like, what? <laughs> Fuck you. you Don't you think like the guys you work with that go, well, the longer I'm in here, the less work I have to do out there? They're yeah, timing oh, it out? Yeah, yeah that's definitely. what they're doing. Definitely. But they're always so... Like, on my side of the office, there's only about 10 people. The majority of the people are on the other side. And there's a bathroom over there. Over there. there. These fuckers, no common courtesy for mankind, come over and just just unload. (laughs) Like, they've just been waiting a month. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what happened? And you know what? Not even the common courtesy of a sorry anything. And you just, yeah, I walk in there. I did the same time. Oh, Jesus. You make them feel bad why yeah. they're in there? <laughs> God damn. I guess I'll just come back Thursday. <laughs> and if that's you, you got that problem and you don't yeah. have any respect for yeah. your fellow man. There's guys like that at every work. Yeah. You you should be You should be fired. <laughs> you should be fired for taking shits at work. You should be fired. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, gone. Just fucking gone. Get out. Bring breakfast burritos in or do something, you know? <laughs> yeah, do something. Oh, my gosh. Too- <laughs> How you feeling? Too funny. 
dude, and my nose was running talking inside the house when you and I were in there. I was dying. Yeah. Feel a little bit better. Got the garage door open and everything. The cold air going. Not too bad. Hey, baseball stuff. Want want to mention something because I'll I'll tell you when I'm wrong. All right. So you mm-hmm. can sit there and rub this one in if you want. Is Nolan Arenado? Yeah. Signed a huge contract with the Colorado Rockies, and I I told you he's going to be the hot guy next year that the mm-hmm. Dodgers are going to sign. Mm-hmm. They're going to figure out what the hell they're going to do to Justin Turner, who's broken down more and more every year. But Arenado is going to become a Dodger. Yep. And sure enough, he is not becoming a Dodger. Dude. And he's staying in, in Colorado for a tremendous amount of money. So Machado, who's making the $30 million a year, all of a sudden is even the highest paid position player in baseball this year. It took, what, five days, seven right. days, where Arenado passed him up making $35 million a year. Tremendous player. I mean, the guy's won a gold glove every year. He's basically been in baseball. Outstanding. You and I are both fans. Now, because we love baseball so much and we talk about numbers, more than any other sport, baseball holds that that category. Mm-hmm. When it's his time to be judged on how good he actually was, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people say he can play shortstop too, just like you know Manning could play shortstop. Because he's a, a Rocky, do you, are his numbers tainted? I mean, Larry Walker was a hell of a player too, but yeah. we all said, ah, oh, fuck it. He was in Colorado. Yeah, Galarraga, right? Yeah. Remember when they had all those guys? Exactly. Castillo, all, all those guys just crushing it. So when you look at, at, at Nolan Arenado and it's all said and done, is he a guy that you go, well, yeah, he's a fucking Hall of Famer. Do you go, dude, he played half Dave, of his games so in Colorado. Good, man. He's so fucking good at what he does. Look, I'm, I'm not sitting here on his splits. I don't know what his splits yeah. are away from, from uh, Coors in there. But that guy, look, I'll, I'll say this. I don't really hate the Rockies, right? Like, I, I don't really... I don't think a lot the, of people hate the Rockies. No, they're I one don't, of those teams. I hate they're in your division. They're like, yeah, I understand. But they're like the the Tennessee Titans. Nobody hates the fucking Titans. I think we you know hated I mean? them after the Matt Holiday play. Yeah, right? it, Padre fans did. Yeah, absolutely. we hated them then. But for me, when I saw that deal today, Arenado yeah. Stan, I go, shit, that's pretty cool. Now I know all these guys. He can opt out after three years and do all that shit. David like it. And, and I kind of like it more the longer this Bryce Harper thing drags out. Yeah. Because to me, I wonder if Harper, in hindsight, should have just taken the Nationals deal. Unless he didn't like being there and maybe he didn't like playing for Dave Martinez and, and maybe he didn't like the whole thing. Maybe he just wanted to be there. I think as baseball fans, we were hoping, unless you thought he was coming to your team, you're hoping that Harper stays because the days of Jeter, Biggio, Tony yeah. Gwynn, yeah. the, the guys that stay with one team, it's so rare. Yeah. That you want to see guys stay with their, their one team. And I like Arenado doing it. Yeah. I like, uh, like I don't know what's going to happen with Mike Trout. We had this conversation today. If you're the Angels, Mike Trout's going to be a free agent after next year. So that means the first year Is that- Is it after 20, 2019 or after 2020? I thought it's after 2020. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I thought. When you said next year, I thought you meant the year coming up. No, no, no. Okay. After 2020. So if my math is right- Let's say he signed a free agent deal with the Padres. He would be 30 years old in that first deal. For me, when you look at Trout with how he plays, stealing bases, hitting home runs, running, playing center field, yeah, man, there's some miles on the body. I look at the Angels, and I know Billy Epler's done a good job of building that farm system up, but I kind of look at I'm not really sure where they are on their pitching. They, they have Otani now, right, who kind of moves the needle. Dave, if I'm the Angels... Is the smarter play trying to keep Mike Trout in uniform so he can be a guy that we just talked about? Or do you look at it and go, God damn, man, we could really get a King's Ransom for Trout. If you're Artie Moreno, can you survive trading Mike Trout in 
the number two media market where you could get a bunch of things in return and you go, yeah, fuck, we just move forward going. He's got a lot of miles on that body. Played a lot of games. It's it's funny. I told you the conversation I had on Friday night after you left the Aztec game. I went and sat in that circle where, where the, scouts the, the scouts were. And to a man, the scout said something really interesting about Mike Trout that you wonder if this is the future. Mike Trout's the kind of guy that not only will he be the highest paid player of all time, mm-hmm. he's going to become the first guy to get a piece of ownership. Oh, wow. Whatever team he goes like magic. to. Like magic. Whatever team Mike Trout goes to, and a lot of people think it's the Phillies if it's not the Angels. Sure. That's uh, closest to home. He's ready to have kids, and his wife and him are from there, and he loves that small town he's mm-hmm. from and everything else in New Jersey. But they think that he's going back to the Phillies, that whether it's the Phillies or the Angels, he's going to get a piece of ownership. He'll be the first guy to become wow. a, a, become an owner when it's all said and done. They going to allow that in the CBA? I don't know how that works, how you write that into the contract. Is it one of those things that's hidden? You know, hey, I'm going to sign for $35 million, $40 million a year, but when it's said and done, I get, you know, 5% of the Philadelphia Phillies. Right, that, that's what it, trust. That's what it's going to take. And that's what those guys in that circle were saying. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a guy that gets a piece of ownership. I look at him, I, I just, he's so much fun, and I love the way that he goes yeah. about the game. You never hear out of him. But again, I'm looking at if I'm the Angels, right? The Angels, to me, are not the Dodgers. Yeah. They're not the Yankees. They're not the Cubs or other teams where you go. They're pretty loaded. Epler's trying to reload that thing. But right now, you have Otani, who's going to hit at some point in May. And you know, you got some other pieces on that they team. They need pitching. I mean, that you know, right. like everybody else. But they need... That C.J. Wilson and Josh Hamilton contracts fuck. killed him. And then Pulse, of course. But Pulse's numbers aren't as bad as what people think. If you look at his numbers through baseball reference, not terrible. It's the, the C.J. Wilson money and that Josh yeah. Hamilton money killed him. Right. And so now you look at all that. But if you're the Angels and you said, you know, we're going to put Mike Trout up. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I just I was thinking about it today. Realizing, like I said... That when that when he his first year he'd be thirty years old for you. Yeah, yeah. It's he's boy, he's just different than everybody else. You thirty know? just feels like fifty all of a sudden it, in Major League Baseball, it does. doesn't in it? Major League Baseball, it feels that way. Yeah, you're right. Just, well, we already knew in the NFL that's extremely old. Was Garv like thirty four when he got here? That's a good question. Um, Garv, here you do the math for me on this one. Garvey, okay. I think, was born in forty nine. Yeah, so he'd have been he'd have 49, been thirty four. Okay. Now, again, yeah. first baseman, a yeah. little different, but got here in 83. Yeah. I think he got a, a four-year deal or a five-year deal, whatever he played. Yeah. But it's like, man, that just feels like, that's why I like the Machado, and I know uh, a couple of different guys have written it. Being able to get him at 26 uh, was a huge deal, and and having him as your third baseman, like I saw somebody write today, Padres have a good infield. Fuck, man, Pods are going to have better than a good infield. You see that ball? Do you see that ball Tatis Jr. hit today? Yeah, the line I know drive. It's in, I know it's in Arizona, yeah. um, but like the guys from Milwaukee were just like, "Whoa, yeah, <laughs> whoa!" We got out in a hurry. It's funny watching that game today, and you look at the Brewers, and you forget the Brewers won the division. And yeah, you still think in your mind, are the Brewers the best? Team? They just played 162 games. Yeah. And it, or did it go 163? I think they had to play an extra game just like the Rockies and Dodgers played an extra game last year, if I, if I recall. But you're going, the Brewers won the fucking NL Central. Yeah. We're a game away from going to the World Series. 
and you still think in your mind today the Cardinals and Cubs are better than they are, right? Yeah. You go if you had a pick, you're picking the Cardinals or Cubs if you're saying who's gonna win that division in 2019. It's uh, it, yeah, Tatis is, is insane. So I'm glad you brought this up because fuck, when people tell me to move, which I get on a regular basis, and then guys like Grant, who are my friend, fucking jump in and trash yeah, the right. shit out of me, and they go after me nonstop. Here's the deal I'll say about Machado for the last fucking time. I give A.J. Preller credit for this. He put his career on the line on this move. Oh, yeah. Okay, because things have not gone his way at the major league level. The minor league level, yeah, he's been outstanding. At the major league level, there are a lot of contracts and bad things that have happened. Hell, they're still paying Jed Jerko's deal. You know, they're still paying Hector Oliveira. They're still paying guys. But when you look at what he's trying to do and he says, I'm going in 10 years, $300 million in Machado is either this works or it doesn't. And if it doesn't work, he's not the GM of the Padres in 10 years. Yeah, he may not be anyways. What I loved was the article that AC wrote talking about Preller's speech to the team. Because in our limited dealings with him, he's a soft-spoken guy, very cool. But I was telling you when I was up in his box with Trotter, it was really fun hearing him talk NFL and just seeing him joke and be relaxed and really, really good guy. But Dave, they said the other day that he went in to meet the team after the Machado thing, and he went around the room and he talked about each guy and the role they played on that team and yeah. why they specifically were there and, and that he knew everything about every guy, which really doesn't shock you knowing Preller, but I would think most GMs know your entire history. But it was the impact that it had on that team coming out. I think, Dave, I I think you make it much more dramatic than it has to be because I think Pete Seidler and Ron Fowler look at him and realize that the Paddocks of the world and the Tatis of the world and the Gores are all there because of him. And I think when they look at it and they go, the number one farm system in baseball is because of him and the buzz about that team – I think they like him a lot, and I think, Dave, they have complete confidence in him because if any of that stuff was lingering, I don't know that they give him the green light. But they said, um, as a couple of different people have written, right, whether it was Dennis or, or yeah. uh, AJ or, or Kev, you know, he he kept coming back. He kept coming back. And I'm sorry, Dave, if I don't have complete confidence in you, I don't care how strong an argument you make. I'm I'm not committing to three hundred million. I think I think he's a hundred percent locked in. But I I don't think there's a big fear factor with Machado. I really don't. I don't feel like there's a big fear factor. I think for this team at this point, knowing that you have what you have coming up, but you had a little bit of a gap at third, I feel like it's a pretty safe bet. Boy, that see and, and again, plus Dave, you don't know I, their money. No, I don't. I don't know their money at all. Don't know the situation of the money. I mean, you broke down that technically they could afford to get Harper and Machado. Mm-hmm. They could afford to do it because all the young guys don't make any money. Yeah. Okay. What I'm saying is Preller at the major league level hasn't done shit. Matter of fact, he has failed dramatically. Okay. At the minor league level for what this minor league talent that they love, yeah. you hope it works out. And so Preller maybe at this point says – Fuck it, I got nothing to lose. I'm an all-in guy. You know what? No. Basically, I'm at the poker table, and this is my last hand, and I'm going all in. I don't think they. I don't think that's even close to being accurate that they look at it for his. I last don't think hand. they do look at it that way. Also, I don't think people look at the Padres as being very smart. I just when you say that there are only two teams that really wanted him, the White Sox and the Padres, and nobody's impressed with the White Sox system. 
that teams like the Yankees bailed on him, the Dodgers bailed on him, the Cardinals never got involved. I mean, you're talking about the Red Sox never got involved in him. You're talking about the teams that you look at and the rest of Major League Baseball saying, this is a dangerous guy. Yeah, I think it's great. And so, well, uh, again, it, it's a gamble. And he might be the smartest guy in the room, and none of us know what he's going to prove everybody else smart he is. But isn't Harper at 335 a huge gamble? At 100%. I think Harper's yeah. a huge I, – I told you on this uh, over a month ago. If Harper doesn't go to the Dodgers, fine. I mean, we know guys with the Nationals. You and I both know guys with the Nationals pretty high up yeah. that couldn't wait to say, see you later. You're worth right. – according to War, he's worth one win a year. That's right. it. That's all Harper is worth. He's all marketing. He's all glitz. Whereas uh, Nolan Arenado, and you look at his numbers, and they are through the roof of everything he does as far as being a teammate, being an offensive player, defensive player. He is worth his money. The guy who's worth more to his team than both Machado and Harper will blow you away right here. Not even close. It's Andrelton Simmons, shortstop for the Angels. Yeah, stud. Stud player. And people go, well, what are you talking about? If you look at his numbers and how many runs he saves a season just defensively, the number's at 35. The next closest shortstop in baseball is five. It's Lindor. Yeah. And you go, okay, well, what's most important? Well, the wins are what's most important. And the Machado, hopefully he's the guy that can sit there and become that star power for the Padres because I know they need to sell tickets. But Tatis is your guy. You called it yesterday. 100%. You're building an organization around him, and you're hoping he understands the game but, because his dad was in the game. But the one thing about Machado, one weekend. This team has been front and center and relevant and exciting and a buzz about that team that may not have – it may be the first time in the Fowler-Seidler era. It is. You're right. I and, mean, there was a buzz when they went and tried to grab all those other guys in 2015. Yeah, it just but, didn't work. Yeah, but when you're Sports Illustrated, how the Padres won, whatever. And look, man, I'm just telling you, I, don't, I haven't heard any Padre fan – I'm talking about died in the wool Padre fan say, hey, we don't like it. Oh, no, no, not at all. Now, I will say this. I said to you on the air that I hated the Will Myers for Trey Turner deal. Yep. We hated that deal. And again, because they're still chasing the tail trying to find that shortstop. Right. But now you got him and he'll. And it took five years. Yeah. But, but you go, but I'm just saying. You look at it as a fan. I texted you from Monterey and told you I love the paddock for Fernando sure Rodney did. deal. You did. And there were people lighting up 1360 that couldn't believe you traded a fucking 38-year-old closer for a guy, even at that time in low A ball uh, or rookie ball, whatever paddock was at at that point. I mean, his strikeout to walk ratio was insane. It's everything. Insane. And they got Tommy John surgery, and he's back, and, and off you go. I'm just saying, I, I think this fan base, a lot of people in this fan base that I love following on social media, pretty fucking smart, pretty fucking smart baseball people. But I think they were like, fuck it. We're going to go for it. This is a guy, this is worth the gamble. This is a guy, this is not. And I don't disagree with that at all. Yeah. He's, wor is, he's worth the gamble, but you got to say it's a gamble. because Every guy's a gamble. But 28 of 30 teams say you made a mistake. Uh, I don't know that. that. I don't know that. that. That's the case. Otherwise, why wouldn't anyone else chase him? Well. Nobody else was in on Machado except for the White Sox and Pots when it came down to it. The Phillies didn't make an offer. But how come nobody's in on Harper? And so, Because he's only worth one win. You know, the, yeah. it's that war stat. The yeah. stat that we go, what the fuck's war? Wins above replacement. We, 
it, it's funny as hell how guys like you and I and and Aubrey Huff who got fucking drilled last right. week on it. What the fuck's warm into real stats? Well, real stats aren't RBIs anymore. Yeah. We we grew up there are three stats. There's batting average, or home runs, and RBIs. But to me, I look at it and I go... Harper's just show right now. It's all haircut, beard, and the name. But to me, I look at it and I go, who fucking guessed that Aaron Hicks gets an extension? That's ridiculous. Aaron Hicks is a cocksucker. I can't stand Aaron Hicks. He's one of my least favorite guys in baseball. He's everything I tell kids don't not to look yeah, at. Gets $70 he, million. Dollars Aaron today. Hicks is fucking Will Myers of the Yankees. I know Stevie Woods is freaking out when I say that, if he is still a Yankee fan. But, dude, I watch him at Yankee Stadium yeah. fuck walk, uh, walking on and off the field nonstop. Effort is worth shit. But I think, Dave, you're coming at it from an ownership standpoint. You're looking at it from an ownership standpoint. I'm worried because everyone on the Padres is young. The future is their youth more than any team in baseball. And is he the guy that's going to fucking ruin the clubhouse? No. That's what he's known for. That's what he did at, with the Baltimore? Dodgers. more. That's what he did in Baltimore, and that's what he did with the Dodgers. He did not do that in Baltimore. Look at every guy who played with them. You know who I think you're dog shit. You know, well, you're saying ruin the clubhouse. There's a big difference between being horseshit on the field and being uh, a bad clubhouse guy. Again, this is you know who your clubhouse guy was in L.A. Matt Kemp. Yeah, dog shit. And what did the Dodgers do? They got rid of him as quick as they could. No, but I'm saying Machado got attached to Matt Kemp in L.A. and started listening to him. Oh, that's not what those scouts said on Friday night. They said Machado was a dick in Baltimore. He was a dick with the Dodgers. And Nobody they said, in Baltimore it, said that. That's not what those guys told me. Well, Again, what the fuck do they know? Because they're tied in. They're this is their business. They're fucking sitting at the Aztecs, freezing their nuts off, making twenty-seven grand a <laughs> Trying year. Trying to find the next guy. Yeah, fuck them. Oh, <laughs> sitting there with earmuffs on. All of a sudden, they're all of a sudden they're who? Grady Fuse on. Yes. Right, scouting Utah. Shut those assholes oh, up. Oh, look at you. Don't you remember what Tom Telesco said? I saw said? four huge World Series rings in the crowd that night. Yeah, none of them. They all bought them oh. on eBay. Bought Kareem's rings? Yeah. Fuck those guys. Not one word that came out of Baltimore ripping him as a guy. Yeah. Ripping no, from, him as a guy. Uh, from punk, his teammates? Punk-ass punk bitch. No, That's from your from license no, plate. For, for, my, for my license plate, friend. I'm a punk-ass bitch. Uh, nobody cares what you think about this team. I want. Well, I want no, this to pull, confirm. If you pull that, you you move. Don't pull that shit. No, <laughs> you move. I'm just saying. I'm just telling. Nobody it's a, cares. It's a look. We don't need you to think on this oh, team. You love fine, the Dodgers. I'll tell you, I'll tell you everything you, you want to hear. Here. From now on, I'll just tell you everything you want to hear. Uh, we don't need you to say God anything. Damn, I'll just sit there and lie. I'll rub your back and tell you how special you are. You. We know tonight. You don't feel well. You got I some vapor rub well. on. Big bitch, Dave. Start smoking heaters like woods in the driveway. Then yeah. I'm going and do the show. Like, like I, you might as well just be sitting here and giving me a. What do you want me scu- to say? I just say you love the Dodgers and you I don't want the Padres you for to be well. Th- That's not true. I'm you telling don't want. You, how can you cheer for two teams? I'm in telling your you, division? be prepared. If you live I've lived here for thirty fucking years. Well, so what? Who gives a fuck? There are people that live here that cheer for the Cardinals. Uh, that's true. There are people that sit here, right? I fucking lived here thirty five years. Yeah. I barely know anybody that works for the Dodgers. I know at least fucking 50 people work for the Pods. Yeah, of course, I'd like to see them have success. I don't believe you. No, neither do they. I'd like to see the Padres win before Ted goes blind, so Ted can see it. All right? I want to see Ted see it. Fly ball. <laughs> Deep left. Lucky. Oof. I don't need Ted walking down the stairs with his fucking walking cane. Knocking shit over. Trying to find his chair. Fucking misses half his face shaving before he sits down in the booth. I don't need that. I like to see Ted see it. 
Fuck it. Ground <laughs> ball to third. Lucky. <laughs> Got him. When does Ted do the whole Harry Carey call? Is that what he's out? What do you mean? Where, where, <laughs> the Harry Carey call where he couldn't see for shit. Yeah. And the guy, guy strikes uh, strikes a batter out. The catcher gets up and wings it to third. And he goes, here's the pitch. Line drive, third base. He's out. The fucking guy struck out. The catcher threw it to him, you blind fuck. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think Jerry had some of those. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Jerry had some great ones. Jerry had awesome ones. Uh, I want to see Grant win. Grant? I would like to see, I what are you like to, about him for? I'd love to see Grant get a ring. I'd love to see a lot of those guys fucking get rings. I'd like to see a parade. My kid is the biggest guy the in parade. I've been going. Are you out of your mind? I'm not going. Think to, anybody wants you at I'm that parade? I'm not going to the parade. I'll watch I'll it on TV. A, I saw the 98 parade, one where know, they lost. Who paid for that shit? John Morse. Yeah, okay. Susan Golden paid for that one, too? Yeah. You know who's going to be Morris there? John Morse hasn't paid for shit. I'm going to get a flatbed truck Yeah. when they have this parade, and I'm going to tell you who's going to be on. Me? Geekster? Yes. Tabitha Lipkin? You're just going to jump right in the parade? Yeah, okay. we're going. I'll be invited. Okay. Tabitha Lipkin? Yes. Lisa Ann? Yeah. And Nicole Eggert. Oh, that's now I'm jealous. And uh, Albert from East Lake Country Club. <laughs> he gets to go to. <laughs> Leisure Fryer, you going to bring his old ass? Uh, uh, no. Okay. <laughs> that's not nice. <laughs> but we'll get him a. Yeah. We'll get him a, a pennant. Okay. You know, one of those felt pennants? Yeah, can you still buy those? Yeah, we'll get him one of those for his room. <laughs> and a couple of thumbtacks. You can put him right up there. Yeah, I'll bring leisure. Yeah. Love that son of a bitch. Looking out for me today. Yeah, see? Yeah, that guy. I almost called him a big bitch on Twitter today. Remember when he got all got all emotional because we yeah. mentioned him? And I was going to tell him, hey, calm down, you big bitch. <laughs> and I was like, no, I can't do that. I was like, God damn, I love him. So, yeah, luckily I hit the edit button before I did anything. <laughs> Here's the other thing, yeah, too. This is my take you behind the curtain. Okay. Uh, we always got to be careful on social media. Yeah. Especially. kind of sucks. Yeah, I mean, you got to be careful, right? How many times do you write things a day and then just delete it before well, you put it in? Here's my game, and all of you, if you follow Dave and Jeff podcast, yeah. nobody knows who's right now. So it's just, But it's usually me. <laughs> I don't even think you know the login to it. So today I was gonna I was gonna mess with leisure. Yeah. Call him a big bitch. <laughs> now get all emotional, you big bitch. And I was gonna write it from the Dave and Jeff because I was like, oh Dave. Yes. What the world's the matter with you? God damn it. What the world's the matter with you? <laughs> but if you ever see a smart ass comment from the Dave, yeah, it's me. Yeah, it's awesome. But I just don't want it attached to my Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Did you see that asshole? H.J. Preller today. Fucking guy. We need to get him checked in. Fuck, don't worry about an intervention for me. We need to do an intervention for him. So Paddock throws two innings. Yeah. Okay. H.J. Preller. Did you see this no, fucking I did idiot? Not. He puts a picture out, and it's a gray kitten. Okay. Okay. And the cat is like giving itself a bath. So it looks like the cat's sitting down. And the tail is coming straight up between the cat's legs. Well, it looks like the cat's got about a 14-inch cock. <laughs> and fucking Preller writes, hey, Paddock. And you're like, what the fuck? Why am I laughing at the time I was done? I'm tired laughing. I'm like, this guy is 
and very educated. Yes. It's just, but I laugh every time at this fucking idiot. It's so funny. You know who hates me on uh, the Padre Twitter group is, is your boy, Meaty. Can't stand me. I know. I love yeah. Meaty. I love the Meaty. Meaty has no time. I love Meaty. Dude, I, literally, I listened to him today. I didn't realize he does his, I don't even know what it's Do you ever for. go watch it? I did. When he's sitting there today, with his Witch Witch Cup? Today, I did. Did he get mad at anybody and kick him off? He no. kicks guys off. It's a Meaty's fucking great. No, I watched him like start choking and have to clear his throat. And I was like, you okay? Did you write to him? No. Was he live? Oh, no, no. He was writing to me nonstop. No, it was something that was from a, a few hours before, but I just, this morning. I, I didn't know he even did it. You I, know who he's tied in with? You know who's, who his whole family is? It's, uh, what's his face? Pointer Dave. Yes. He's tied in with that yeah. fucking maniac. Yeah. And he's tied in with uh, Stevie Verissimo. Yes, Verissimo. And so I love guys who are passionate. All right. And I do love the Padre Twitter are guys. fucking the best. I told you, if those guys weren't around, I'd probably get rid of my Twitter. I absolutely right. do love it. But then they eventually tell me to move. But when I'm sitting there today and I'm like, you can't tell me you're going to compare the Padres to the Lakers. You can't pair, compare LeBron. Because we don't have 19 <laughs> retired numbers. Yeah. We don't have 40 Hall of Famers. Exactly. We don't have the logo. Yeah. The, the That's four, what you're going to hold against us? Four of the five uh, all-time leading scores. Yeah. And so I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? We had this one all- national TV game last year, but all yeah. of a sudden now we're not the Lakers? Good fuck point. you. And it was, it was so crazy. And I'm like, <laughs> I want to like you guys so much. But then all you jump in and compare yourselves to fucking the Lakers. And Machado is LeBron is better than LeBron James. But to here's the, the difference. It you want to like them. None of them want to like you. That's fine. Stop talking it's to not, me. It's not fine. Stop. It hurts your feelings. It, it literally does not. You want to be and, liked. And I'm like, God, are you okay? No, I sit there and go, is this sports town going to get any smarter, or is this going to be the, the dumbest group of people of all time? I tell them all the time, don't take the bait listening to you. That's why oh my God, so I'm literally taking the bait fighting with them. And I'm like, why am I doing, what am I doing? And then I wa- literally walked away from my phone for about 20 minutes. And 80,000 messages when I come back. <laughs> and, they're, and, okay. they're, and they're all, hey, fuck you, you got nothing to say now? And I'm like, ah, and I'm back in. <laughs> okay, look, this is my free advice yes. for you, Okay. So, Meaty, we got to hit him up and find out what his next one is. Dude, bring him down in here one time. Oh, my God. He's a fucking maniac. That's so fine. He, so, he sits on the couch. Yeah. And he's got a big yellow. I don't know if it's from, like, Dickie's Barbecue or Witch Witch. He's got a big yellow plastic cup. Yeah. So, I'm always like, why are you fucking filling that thing off camera? I want to see. He's like, it's rum and coke. Calm down. <laughs> so, Meaty pours himself a big fucking rum and coke. Yeah. And then he just starts going. But he's doing it live on Periscope. But the thing is, that's what is, is Periscope. That's Periscope. what I'm trying to think of. Okay. But I can't see who he's talking to. So I always watch it like the day after. So people, you know, Dave, how it goes. Yeah. There's comments going, but you can't see him on exactly. the replay. So it looks like he's talking to just voices in his head. Yeah. And exactly. I tell him, it's the funniest shit ever because he'll be in a stream stream of thought. Somebody will say something when he's about halfway through that first drum and coke. That he doesn't have any time for. Hey, you can get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's great. There's about 90 of these guys. That yeah. I, it took me forever to figure out how fucking great they are. They are. The fan base is better than the team. Dude, they are hysterical. If I'm we, telling you, they're as good as anybody in Major League Baseball. Because I honestly, I go and try and find other people in Major League Baseball that love their team. Yeah. The way Padre fans do. These guys are as good as anybody. Well, they're talented. A lot of them are kind of dumb, like <laughs> as far as you go, right? Like, but that's fine. Yeah, they're passionate. Yeah, but you need 
like the guys that are like, whoa, I would not trade Quantrill straight up for fill in the right Chris Sale. Whoa, I don't know about that one. <laughs> That's exactly what you, you know get. what I mean. Yeah, it's horseshit. Yeah, you're like shut up. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I might trade uh, Dusty Dusty Dwyer <laughs> if they're going to eat half the contract. And you're like, oh, shut up, you dick. But <laughs> but every <laughs> you nailed it exactly. I would but, not trade for Chris Sale. But every fan base has those they guys. Do. It's not just San Diego. But there are so many of these guys that just fucking lay me out. Like, and and I feel like I feel like the terrestrial radio guys. Yeah. And I shouldn't say all of them, but I feel like there's some of those guys that feel like they can't acknowledge Padre Twitter. Yeah. Here's the other thing too. One final thing on Padre Twitter. I saw what Preller said. I thought it was great. What I will point out is that Fred Yulman Jr. called me last year to get in contact with Maggie, to get in contact with Maggie because they wanted to bring Maggie to a game That's awesome. because they love her as a fan. They also wanted to know background on Geekster because yeah. they thought Geekster was great. This doesn't erase what I said. Yes, they pay attention to what's going on. And if you're somebody who's incredibly passionate and loves the team, then they're like, hey, who is that? We want to connect with them. We want to bring them to a game. We appreciate that they're spreading the message. It doesn't, what AJ said about Padres Twitter doesn't erase what was told to me by a guy in the organization. I didn't make this up. I love all these fucking dickheads act like it, it completely erases what I said. I didn't fucking say it. They said it to me. And none of you hand job fuckers were there. <laughs> they said, if you're going to be critical of the team yeah. and you don't put your name on it, then they're not paying attention. That was it. Yep. But if you're somebody that doesn't put your name on it, but you're like, hey, man, I dig the team or whatever. And they just like Geekster or Maggie yep. or others. Yeah, they're, they are definitely paying attention to what's going on. I have no idea what Twitter did or didn't do in that move. I thought it was great that Preller called you guys out. I thought the reaction to it was hysterical. I thought people within the organization that were texting me that'll probably hear this that were like, God damn Preller. Yeah. They loved it too. They all loved it. It, it was a really fun week, man. And and hopefully it's it a really, really fun year. Absolutely. Hey, I want to mention some of the guys, of course, that help us out. You know, without the guys that sponsored the show, we wouldn't have a show. Want to mention Brian Curry. Of course, Brian Curry, he's your guy for real estate. Yeah. I mean, what can I tell My you? Guy. He knows San Diego County better than anyone else. He's the guy that will get you in the right house in the right neighborhood. What are you waiting for? Make sure you call Brian Curry. Brian Curry is also your guy for property management. If you need someone to manage your property, you go ahead and call Brian Curry at 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Yeah, big time, man. Big time going on in the market. They continue to wonder if there's going to be an adjustment. And I think, Dave, there could be people, uh, gosh, I heard today, heard families talking about they have kids, and maybe you're in that uh, two-bedroom condo, and you go, oh, this is a really nice place, and it's 1,100 square feet. It fits great. Well, yeah, it fits great when the kids are five and six. When those kids get to be 15 and 16, it gets a little crowded in there. Now, when your kids are you know, 23 and 24 yep. and they're moving out, all of a sudden the big house doesn't need to be that big. So that's the perfect time to call Brian. But also I think just kind of to touch base and say, hey, look, I think I'm in the market for buying. Is this the time to go? 
Where's the undiscovered neighborhood? That's what I want to know from Brian, too, is remember North Park a couple yep. of years ago, man? You could get into North Park pretty affordable. And if you jumped in, you're living pretty large right yep. now. Where is that? Where's that next neighborhood that you can jump into and go, you know, what was the other day? It's in Mission Hills. Yeah. Mission Hills is pretty fucking cool. Pretty expensive, too. What the fuck is that supposed that's to mean? I Kevin can't swing it? That's where Kevin Towers used to live. Yeah, and Mike Lucadia. Piazza, and Mike Piazza lived there. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I haven't talked to Mike in a long time, so I didn't know that. <laughs> Does he still live there? I don't know. It's funny. We were driving through. My wife and I, we were lost. Our our friend, my wife's friend used to live like three houses down from Towers. Yeah. And we were lost. And I told her, roll down the window and ask if they know where this street is. And it was fucking Piazza and his wife. Wow. <laughs> That's fucking Mike. Yeah, hey, Mike, where does yeah. this go? But, yeah, if you're trying to figure it out and find out, man, all the things matter, Dave. School district, all those kind of things. Nobody knows all of it better than Brian Curry. Is there a skunk outside or is someone smoking weed outside my garage door right now? Is that your mom? Can you imagine my mom sitting there? Just sitting out there? Yeah. Found one of Jake's old bonks. Yeah. Getting high. It, yeah. Listening to Cheech and Chong up in smoke. Yeah, Joe Bonktana. <laughs> Jesus, mom. Sister Mary Elephant. <laughs> Speaking of grass, Ryan Barkley <laughs> does a fantastic job with landscaping. I don't know what you're waiting for. Ryan Barkley and, and Barkley Landscape, 35 years in the business. I love my brand new front lawn. Look at it every day. I'm so proud that I finally got it in, all green, ready to go for the spring. Ryan's your guy. You name whatever you need to do. Ryan and his dad, Scott, have done a fantastic job, and they'll do a great job for you. No matter what you need, front and backyard, Ryan's number six one nine six six nine eight thousand. 619-669-8000. Appreciate him checking in on me today, my main man. Yep. He's just like, you good? Like, better now, brother. Appreciate it. Dave, there is just something about it, and that maybe we've become a little bit of landscape snobs since we've been adopted into the Barkley family. But I do find myself now that if I'm driving um, and I drive by an ugly front yard, I just kind of want to circle back. It's just one of those days where you wish, like, you go, I don't have big gulps or a slurpee but god damn i wish i had one because i just slam it against the garage door <laughs> just chuck it from my window right like what are those gross like uh powder blue slurpees yeah like in those you see those kids coming out like in that 90 ounce powder blue thing just slam the bang hey man what's that for what's that for look at that horse shit front yard what is that crabgrass who are you? Do you even live here? No. But I'm driving through, and your lack of maintenance in the yard irritated me enough that I just threw away my blue cotton candy slurpee. <laughs> Fuck you. Call Barkley. Or it won't happen again, tough guy. Tough guy. Alan Taylor, Taylor made pools. The perfect pool's waiting for you. Now's the time to call him. It's February. Time's running out where you're going to say, man, we messed up. We should have this pool ready to go for the summer. 20 years in San Diego. Alan Taylor does a great job at Taylor made pools. He can make the perfect pool for you. Don't forget about the salt water technology. Yeah. Because of the salt water technology, you don't need all that damn chlorine. Yeah. Think how bad that was for your eyes. You used to swim and you have your eyes wide open and well. shit. Looked like you smoked a lot of weed. Well, we your had a eyes look terrible. We had a bunch of kids at our complex that were doing the natural salt water technology. Oh, Jesus. We don't need that. <laughs> Who invited Robert Kraft to swim in my pool? Yeah, don't piss in the pool. Remember Flamingo Kid? Yeah. Great movie. Hey, welcome to the club, Jeffrey. Don't piss in the pool, Jeffrey. <laughs> uh, yeah, no more of that. You don't need to get the, the neighbor kid. 
over there to get the salt water in. Hey, get in there, Buster. Get in there at the end. Do your trick. Alan Taylor's phone number six one nine four four nine four four five two. I guarantee he's the guy right now filing the Public Information Act in Florida to get that crap video released. Knock it off, Alan. Okay, it's spring. People need a nice pool. There's sickest women in that thing that's designed like the lanes. Yeah. Yeah, Mark Spitz isn't walking through that front door. Oh, Get yourself a tailor-made pool. 619-449-4452. And don't forget about our guy, Kyle Fluker. Someone just asked us about it a couple hours ago. Yep. Kyle does a great job with websites. He's your guy. I don't know what you're waiting for. If you have the kind of business right now and you know your website's worth shit, Kyle Fluger's your guy at 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Uh, big night tomorrow. I'm fl- uh, sending off all our final documents for Jake's Projects. That means we can turn on jakesprojects.org. It means we'll have an account set up for people that want to make donations. Shortly after that, we'll start the scouting trip for the Little League field. And uh, the plan is, Dave, this is what's really funny. The plan is that Lisa Ann's going to be back in the garage. Let me answer awesome. the let me answer the question that hasn't even been asked. No, we don't need you down here. You know, <laughs> right? Can't you see Woods coming in oh, here? Oh, of course. Wearing his Dracar. Yeah. Where hey, do you dr- need me? You need me down there? Oh, I can tell all my stories about interviewing three one one. No. <laughs> so I was talking to Third Eye Blind. I was backstage at Harris. And I said, hey, man, when you wrote Closing Time, they're like, fuck, that's not even our song. (laughs) Shit. Shit. (laughs) Hey, hey, Lisa, what'd you think when I came up with Manny 1090? (laughs) Dave, I'm cool. See what I did there? We're not even the Padres station. You see what I did? Dave, you cool if I go up front with a heater? Go ahead. Go out there with the front with the heater. You go stand in my driveway with the other guys that she brings with her in every one driveway I've seen. Go shoot some hoops. Fuck face. Stupid. What'd you insult him for? Why not? Jesus. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Here's the thing, okay? We don't need any of you greasy, stinky bastards down here crowding it. We're going to have a tough enough time. Listen, Dave and I are under a lot of pressure. We're going to bring her into the garage, and we got to figure out what the fuck we say when yeah. you, when your goddamn wife comes out, <laughs> starts crowding us with the plated deviled eggs. <laughs> Who the fuck do we say she is? Somebody said tonight on Twitter yes. that we say she's the goddamn plumber. <laughs> Dude, it, it is. When she writes to you and I, yeah. and she literally writes, hey, I want to come down to the garage. Yeah. It blows me away. <laughs> so funny. I laugh is, every time. It, my head spins 80 different ways to go, how in the fuck did this just happen? Yeah. 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 It's so near to come down with the fucking pool boy yeah. and the air conditioning guy. Have them all standing out front with that stupid fucking grin on there. Yeah, we know why you got the grin, okay? <laughs> Calm the fuck down, Calvin. <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> she's it is so crazy, man. Right. It literally is the craziest thing in my entire life. That relationship we have with Lisa Ann. Yeah. And you know what? Here's the other great thing too about that relationship. I like the way people act when you tell them it's kind of strange. Is like one of my good friends 
is like one of the top porn stars. And you just kind of see that look like they just walked into yeah. that bathroom at my work. Yeah. What? <laughs> That's true. What ha- hey, fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry that Tom Byron <laughs> calls you and we talk to Lisa Ann. We're living the life. We're not going to deny it. That is not going to be where we need all you guys sitting around here breathing funny. No, we're going to tell you the, the day after she's gone, we're going to tell right. you she was here. We're going to let you give you a heads up. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah oh. Come in. But she's coming down to the garage Yeah, because we're starting to put plans into effect yeah. for the next event. So we're excited about that. It's going to be, uh, we we started, we're kind of putting the board together, Dave. Yeah. It's exciting. Jake's projects, the whole thing. We got our tax ID number for people. So yeah, a lot of really fun, excited. fun things going on, but that's all going to be a part of it. Don't forget. Uh, do me a favor. For all of you that checked in on me last night, I can't thank you enough. Checking on two friends that need it. Absolutely. Because uh, I can't think of anything worse than fighting this fight by yourself. And that's the one thing that I'm incredibly thankful for that I don't. Thankful to all you guys who checked on on me. Like I said, a thousand times better today than I was yesterday. Fantastic. And I thank everybody for getting me there. Absolutely. All right. We'll be back on Sunday, everybody. Thank you. Love a baby through. Love a baby through.